Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! It may be the nighttime. But the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local. And not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you here on this Tuesday evening, live in the Kia Studios. Going to be with you for the full three. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. We know you're not in the car as much, but you want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. You can use your smartphone. You can put it on your tablet. You can put it on your Alexa speakers. You can use your turntable or your Nextel or your Polaroid. Whatever your device is, just download it on something to be able to catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So it's the best way to be a part of the show. Follow us on our personal Twitter pages. I am at JMCH316, and that is your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. Producing the show, as always, Oren is in the house behind the glass at Oren Romaine. Did you miss me? Oren? No, never. So Jeez, This last, like, two months has been amazing. Like, I've seen you, like, one day a week. Like, don't, don't see you at all, John. It's been awesome. I kid. Um, I kid. I kid. No, no, no. Listen, I mean, uh, the truth always comes out, right? I mean, so that uh, <laughs> we, we, we always get the truth around here. Listen, we always speak the truth. So I, I miss you, truth. Oren, because I, I, when I'm in here – I feel like there's a responsibility on my shoulders. No, there. No, to don't, don't finish you. that sentence. Don't to, finish to, that. Don't to, finish to, that to thought. Torment you. No, you don't have to. To no. just no. To, to like too put much. that rusty butter knife dipped in lemon juice into your open wound. No, and you don't just have to do that. Twist and turn a little bit. You can just put the knife down and just let me go about my business, right? No, right? No, I can't. I, I can't. That can't happen. I, I, and and listen, here's the thing. You know, I I love you to death, and that's why I do it. That that's that's why I do it. 
It keeps you honest. It keeps you on your toes. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Look, I'm paying my dues, John Shackery. It, it, would, it would either be me or Tribble, right? I mean, so you, you, you get your pick. It's a different breed with you two. Like, there's just different levels of, of I don't want to call it mental anguish because that makes it seem like it's really bad. But no, it just it's, it, but it borders psychological on that, warfare. Yeah. Let's call it that. Yeah. I mean, it, it borders on all you, of that. You both so. keep me on my toes. Well, listen, and I'm a tall dude. Yes, absolutely. And and you're even taller when you stand on your toes. So, all right, a lot to get into with you here uh, this evening. Um, let's actually start with the Hawks. Um, again, another ugly game. Look, here's the reality. Should Trey Young have been thrown out in that game? Absolutely not. It, it feels like unless you do something egregious and you're at that level of stardom, then there's no reason to be thrown out of a game like that. But that being said, Hawks give up another 129 points. They're now 9-13 and 13 on the season, sitting in 10th in the uh, Eastern Conference, more than 25% of the way through the season, just a little bit over 25% of the way through the season. They can score with anybody, Right. They score, what is it, 122.2 points per night. That's the third best number in the league. And we talked a little bit about this last week. Problem is now they give up 122.8 points per game. So you score 122.2, you give up 122.8. That's not good math. One of only three teams that allows at least 50% from the field overall. I thought if we just change the coach, I mean, that that was what I was told. We just change the coach and everything will be fine. This is a flawed roster, folks. I'll say it. They're a flawed roster. And now you're starting to hear, and we're going to talk to, we're going to talk to Lauren Williams coming up. She's the Hawks beat writer for the AJC a little bit later on in the show. We'll talk to our buddy, Kurt Heelan. He covers the entire NBA We'll talk to him coming up here at 740. They're a flawed roster. And here again, we're hearing Pascal Siakam and all this kind of stuff. What makes anybody think that they're going to cut off that kind of dough to bring in Pascal Siakam? When your number one most important goal is staying below the luxury tax more than anything else, your two biggest moves have been with Kevin Herter and John Collins to stay below the luxury tax when you've moved on from players, then guess what? Your roster is going to be flawed. I don't want to hear about coaching. I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about all this other nonsense. This is one of the more disappointing teams, certainly in the Eastern Conference, if not in the NBA. You're sitting in the play-in area. Well, you know, it's still early, okay? So things are just going to magically turn around. Because all I heard, all I heard was, well, listen, we get Quinn Snyder in. He's one of the best coaches. He's going to have the end of the year. They're not worried about winning. That's all I heard at the end of the year. And I had this argument at the draft party. Oh, yeah, no, they're not worried about winning. They're worried about evaluating the roster. They evaluated the roster. They didn't make a, a single freaking change. They didn't do jack squat other than move on from John Collins so that they could get out of the luxury tax. 
because they were going to be in the luxury tax. They didn't do jack squat to change up the dynamic of this roster. So they brought the coach in and all this kind of stuff, and we're right back to the same problems and the same results. Doesn't matter how good Trey and DeJounte are offensively. You can't score 122.2 and give up 122.8. That's not good math. And here the Hawks sit, 9-13. and 13. They've got a couple of games coming up here in Toronto, that whole Fakakta, we don't want to do extra road trips, so we'll play two games in three nights against the same opponent and blah, 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 whatever. NBA's got more. The NBA has more gimmicks than the WWF in 1995. The NBA's trotting out Duke the Dumpster, the Goon, Fake Razor, TL Hopper. They have a gimmick for everything in the league. In-season tournaments, not playing multiple road trips. They got a gimmick for everything. It's 1995 WWF in the NBA. So the Hawks stink it up again. Another 129 points given up. We'll see what happens in Toronto. But I think it's a flawed roster. I don't think it's a roster that looks like it's built to win. And I don't know what the answer is, but I know this ain't the answer. I I, I know it's more than just saying, well, we replaced the coach and we're all good. You brought your coach in early. You had all spring. You had the summer. You had training camp, blah, 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 blah. And we're still 9-13. and 13. And guess what? Everything's a results business. Here's the thing I do. I go to ESPN.com and I click over to the – I hover over the NBA and I look at the standings, okay, by conference. And I look and see, let's see, Boston is 16-5. and five. Orlando is 16 and 7. Milwaukee's 16 and 7. Oh, down here at the number 10 spot, 9 and 13 for the Atlanta Hawks. 3 and 7, by the way, at home. Losers of four in a row. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. And there's not an easy answer. And by the way, I know Jalen Johnson's an improvement. If Jalen Johnson is the reason that we're 9-13, and 13, again, this is a flawed roster. With a super max player, another max player on, uh, on the roster, if Jalen Johnson is the reason that we're in the shape that we're in, this is a flawed roster. So we'll see what the Hawks can do here. They, they got a game on you know, uh, Wednesday and Friday in Toronto. We'll see if they can figure out a way to sweep that. Toronto's, you know, not exactly, you know, lighting up the world. They're they're even worse than the Hawks at 9-14. and 14. And, again, more rumors about Pascal Siakam. What a game that is. Both teams have got four-game losing streaks. 9-13 and 13 versus 9-14. and 14. Not exactly the salad days of the uh, NFL. All right, we'll get more into the Falcons because that was a dreadful loss. And guess what? Everybody's got a hand in this thing. Everybody's got a hand in this thing. Your quarterback isn't any good. Your offense isn't any good. You couldn't run the football. 
and your defense couldn't make stops when it really mattered most. Great that they made some stops in the beginning of the third quarter and got some three and outs. When Tampa Bay had the ball to go down and win the game, they couldn't stop them. And Baker Mayfield didn't get an ounce of pressure and tosses it right in the end zone over Richie Grant. How's that draft class working out, by the way, with Kyle Pitts and Richie Grant? Anyway, we'll get into all of that kind of stuff because, again, do they look like a team that should win the division? And maybe they will. You know, I know West Durham was talking about, hey, if you if you run the table, you're you're in the playoffs. Absolutely. And if my Aunt Bessie had gonads, she'd be Uncle Bill. What what makes anybody think that they're about to go on a four-game winning streak? The, co- the coach has never won three in a row. What makes anybody think they're about to go on a four-game winning streak? So we'll talk more about that uh, when we uh, get back. Um, did you see how the Dodgers have done such a magnificent job of manipulating that contract for Shohei Otani? He's going to – did you see the number he's going to make this year? $2 million. $2 million. $2 million. Now, eventually it'll get to $68 million. Yeah, in 2034. Right. He'll make, he'll make uh, what, for about five or six years on that contract, uh, like $68 million. Yeah, so it's uh, 34 to 43, he'll get paid $68 million a year for those, basically those 10 years. And, and guess what? It's all legal and legit. It's all the loopholes that are in the collective bargaining agreement. Remember when we were all about, like, Anthopolis? And this, this is not a diss on Anthopolis in the slightest. But everybody was like, man, this is genius. Anthopolis is signing all these brave, young, talented players yep. to these 10-year deals, and yep. we've locked them up for a very long time. And then the Dodgers go and completely change the game. Like, yep. oh, well, we'll just get this really talented player, and he'll defer – 97% of his money. And all within the rules. And it's all legal. Yeah, it's all within the rules. That next CBA discussion, well, this was going to happen. If the Dodgers say they win, because I think the CBA is up in like 2026, I want to say. If by chance the Dodgers win the next three or four World Series championships, there's going to be some discussions from those small market teams, those those Oaklands and those Kansas Cities and those those Milwaukee's, those small market teams, about how hey, this this is not fair in the slightest. Well, to us. again, I, I I'm not necessarily in favor of a cap, but if you're going to have a cap in baseball, you better have a floor as well. At least the NFL has a floor and a cap. And by the way, will Dylan Riola stay or go? I I don't understand this whole. I know he can take the trip, and it's all legal and legit. Why is he going to Nebraska? Why why would he go? Why on earth would he even go other than a free trip to Lincoln, Nebraska, and look at that program and say, let's see, them or Georgia? The thing that's making, I understand kind of the pause and the worry now is that he's supposed to be at Georgia on Saturday yes. enrolled and practicing. He went. He, and, and instead he's going to be in, in Lincoln he, touring a, a stadium. He moved to Buford. So they could be closer here. All right, I'm fired up, and we'll get into some Falcons talk when we get back. Chuck Green Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 910 The Game, Odyssey.com app.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at a Chuck Reese show. Hanging out at the Kia Studios Tuesday night with you. Uh, we'll talk to our buddy Kurt Heelan coming up in about 20 minutes from right now as we uh, come into the break with the uh, Scritti Politti. What a great song. Yeah. Apparently the guy, the lead singer of this band, had such horrible stage fright. Really? That they never, ever toured while this song was huge. Well, I, again, was there another Scritti Politti song? I'm just saying. Like, yeah. they, they never – they. he felt bad, I think, years later because – they missed their opportunity. They missed opportunity yeah, because absolutely. of his just horrible stage fright. Yeah. Just did not want to be in public performing. What was their follow-up? Perfecter way. <laughs> uh, more perfected. More perfected way. way. Yeah. A really good path. <sighs> All right, 404-726-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. We're going to open up the phone lines at 9 o'clock because we're going to have a discussion about quarterbacks, okay? You know, I was listening to Mike and Carl coming in on the drive, and they were at 420, and they were talking about Kyle Pitts and, and all this kind of stuff. And I just I snickered when I heard the conversation about, you know, well, you know, is he the impact? I, I, I said this months ago on my podcast. I've said it here on air. You know, there are so – there are way more things wrong with the Falcons than are right. And I will say, and I said this on, I did TV on Sunday night, 11 Live, and I said this on TV. My number one frustration is the fact that this team has not taken advantage of how dreadful their schedule is, how many bad quarterbacks that they have faced, and how awful this division is. It's the worst winning percentage division, listen to me, in the history of the NFL. As a division, they have the lowest winning percentage as of right now in the history of the league. 
I don't know when division started, but no matter when it started, it's the worst of all time. And they don't even have the tiebreaker right now. 20 teams are tied for the NFC South, right? The Bucks, the Saints, the Falcons, Georgia State, Tech, Ole Miss, the uh, Toronto Argonauts. Like, everybody's tied for the division lead right now. But it's the fact that they have not taken advantage of how dreadful their schedule is. And they're, they're competent at quarterback. But again, your quarterback is one of those guys that when he makes a play, when he makes a bad play, it gets magnified. And there are all these little things that they don't do well. Let, let, let me give you an example of a play that when you don't execute, things get changed around, okay? Everybody can point out the obvious, a fumble or an interception or something like that, okay? Go back to the first defensive drive of the game. When Arnold Ebicady has Baker Mayfield on third down, dead to rights, doesn't wrap him up and bring him to the ground, and he scrambles, and he gets a little bit closer, and they kick a field goal. If you sack him there, they're out of field goal range and punting the football. It's those kinds of little plays that you take for granted or get lost in the shuffle of some of the other things. But when you don't make a play like that and allow a team to kick a field goal and make it, instead of they would have been knocked out of field goal range and had to punt the football away, those are those five or six plays in a game that make all the difference in the world. The fact that you couldn't get any pressure on Baker Mayfield on that final play, none, zero. He just sat back in the pocket, dropped back, and threw a dime to what's that? What's that? Uh, Ocho or Ono or what? What's the tight end's uh, name for the uh, the guy that caught the touchdown pass? Cade Otten. Yeah, yeah, Otter from from Animal House. Otten. Yeah. So I said there's an otter. N at the end, yeah. not an R. It's, it's Otter. He's not a he's not a he's not a a water creature. He's no, a, he's the guy from Animal House. He's a he's a, that he, was Ot- that was Otter. He wasn't a fraternity. Movie he was a guy. pledge. He was, he was a pl- Otter was a pledge, pledge no. was he not? No. Huh? He was. He's a football player, John. Right. Who who went to uh, Delta Chi Delta or whatever? He didn't go to Faber. Huh? He didn't go to Faber. He didn't go to Faber. Are you no. sure? I'm positive. But when you don't get pressure, and you allow, and again, every NFL quarterback's going to pick you apart. All those little things this team doesn't do. It's more than just. Coaching, it's more than just quarterback. And, and and I was laughing because Kyle Pitts had a wide open touchdown on a blown coverage play. That's the only way he gets in the end zone. We don't have enough guys, and, and I'll go back to the scouting report at the beginning of the year from a former NFL GM. Do the Falcons have enough players? 
at positions of importance that influence the football games. Well, they were dealing with injuries and all that. Okay, let's go back to the Green Bay game. They were missing their starting running back, their starting wide receiver, and the best tackle in football not named Trent Williams. Is that a problem? When you're starting running, when you're RB1, WR1, and the best left tackle not named Trent Williams in the league doesn't play. You think that doesn't have an impact on a game? So I don't want to hear about injuries. Every team has fought injuries, some more than others. Falcons, by and large, have been pretty healthy. But they don't take advantage of how bad the teams that they play are and the schedule that they have played and the quarterbacks that they have played. The Jets had the Jets had Susan Boyle and Trevor Sikama playing quarterback last week. I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah, exactly. They're not those aren't quarterbacks. You might as well have had Susan Boyle play back yeah, there. Yeah, you probably could have. Yeah. Cuz guess what? Susan Boyle is as much of a Jets quarterback right now as Tim Boyle. They're both they're both the same status of Jets quarterbacks right now. Did you see who the Vikings are going with at quarterback? Oh, Nicky Mullins. Yeah. Nicky Mull. Like they're going they're going with a radio host, an Italian radio host that is on the other sports talk station. Right? No. Huh? That's 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 somebody else, oh. but not the person you're thinking well, of, I've had, no. I've had Vincent here. So Vincent Yeah, the, the same family, no. Yeah. Not now. These this is Nick Mullen is is is, is from below the Mason Dixon. Again, it, it's it's mind-boggling. And look, they're not going to get rid of they're not going to get rid of coach, GM. Like, there's not going to be any changes as far as your staff. I mean, there might be. I, I'm not even sure that Arthur's going to give up play calling or bring a quarterback coach in. I'm not even sure about all that. We'll have to see. But they're not blowing out Fontenot or Arthur Smith or anything like that. They're not going to do that. And we'll see if it look, if they win the division, are they going to just arbitrarily replace Desmond Ritter at quarterback? We'll get in that discussion at nine o'clock. But there are way more questions than answers for this franchise. And, and it's all it's the same, it's all the same stuff. Can we impact the defensive line of scrimmage? Can we impact the offensive line of scrimmage? Can we have great quarterback or consistent quarterback play? Can we not shoot ourselves? By the way, Oren, do you know who Luke Easterling or John Ledyard are? They're football writers, correct? Yeah. Where do they live, by the way? Florida? Tampa. They're, They're both in the Tampa area. So besides writing for the NFL, they do, and they kind of cover the Buccaneers. Kind of right? cover? Yeah, well, I mean, John Ledyard's more of a draft guy and, and a national kind of writer. But, but he lives in Tampa, and he, and he watches and covers Tampa Bay. And I think he does something for, like, pewterandgold.com or something like that. Okay. Okay? All right. So what is their offensive coordinator's name? Cannabis or something like that? 
Canalis. No. I don't think it's cannabis. Canopies, cannabis, can of worms. Canalis. Sure. Cannabis. Dave, Canalis. There's right. no B in his name. All right, so can anus? What is it? Can anus? Whatever his name is. You are the worst. <laughs> what? You are so, so horrible. Well, it's something like that. No, no, no it's, it's nothing like that. But continue your point, please. Stop. Go, go read what variations of go, his name. I follow those guys on Twitter and, and some other people. Go read what all of those guys say. Their offensive coordinator stinks. Their head coach stinks. Everybody stinks. Baker's not very good. You, you know what they argued about? Mike Evans only got one target in the first half that game, and they're like, "Why is Mike Evans like? How can you get a pass interference penalty if you never throw to the guy?" And they're asking a question: Why would Mike Evans only have one target against that secondary? So it's everybody. It's not unique to the Falcons. They 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 were talking about the only reason that the Buccaneers found a way to win that game is because the Falcons were shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. They were questioning the, the play calling from what was his name? What's his name? Cananus or whatever? Cananus? Canalis. Okay, cannabis. Still about not there. Bad, still, about still his, about how bad no. his play calling is and how bad of a coach Todd Bowles is because they can't figure out. It's everybody in the league. It's not unique to Atlanta. Quarterback play is dreadful. There are about three teams that are fun to watch offensively. The rest of the league is dreck. Dreck. Scoring is down. How many? So the average NFL team scores X amount of points, okay? The Falcons score 19.3 points per game, Warren, okay? All right? What do you think the average NFL team scores? 26.3. 21 Point seven. I was way off again. Yeah. They're, they're so only, we're slightly below average. Okay. Right. I mean, they're only 2.4. They're less than a field goal from being at league average in the NFL. Well, we got all this personnel and all that kind of stuff. Do you have impactful personnel? Do you have the right personnel? Speaking of otter. It's frustrating. Uh, it, it's really frustrating. All right, Kurt Heelan will talk some Hawks and some NBA with him when we get back. Chuck Green and Key Studios, Sports Radio 92 on the game, Odyssey.com app. Radio 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show coming to you live on this Tuesday evening after a disappointing Hawks loss last night. Some sketchy officiating in that game. Trey Young obviously ejected uh, last night uh, in there. So we uh, go out to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk all things NBA, including the Hawks with our buddy. Good to have him back uh, in the fold here. Kurt Heelan, he is the lead NBA writer, managing editor at NBCSports.com. You can check out all of his great work on Twitter at Basketball Talk. And uh, Kurt, as always, buddy, thanks for uh, jumping on with me here. Good to uh, talk with you again as we uh, embark on a new NBA season. Yeah, thanks for having me back on. I'm 
it's it's fun to talk to you, and and you know I'm in a better mood than probably Trey Young was at the end of the game last night. So. Yeah, you know, I, and again, I guess officials, you know, they're prone to having bad nights and stuff like that. But you know, it's just the idea of the superstar on the court that it feels like when you have a guy at that level that it's it should be something egregious, and and maybe that's yeah. just hyperbole, you know, on my part, but it feels like when you have a guy at that level of stardom that unless it's something egregious, you have to kind of not find a way to toss him out of a game like that. I would agree, and I would I would say this. It's not just been Trey this year. We've seen, you know, bad texts to Giannis and some other people where it's just like, in this case last night, it's like, you all right, he complained, he turned away, he clapped his hands. You've got to, I don't know, it, the referees, the, the respect for the game thing has gotten really, I don't know, they've been really sensitive about it. I'm not sure what the the appropriate word is there, but they, they've been really touchy on this stuff. It seems like the tech, technicals have come really quick in recent weeks for big stars, and it's kind of crazy because it's just not consistently enforced. Um First off, I don't think Trey did anything to get ejected, but it's like watch Draymond for a game, <laughs> you know, watch right. Luca for a game, and then Trey gets out tossed for that. It's just, you know, again, like you said, they're they're human beings. I, Lord knows, I wouldn't want to be an NBA referee. Like that's it's a pretty <laughs> it, it's a pretty thankless job, but part of that job, man, is is not taking that stuff personally. It's just. There's times guys should be ejected, but that was not even close to one. Well, Kurt, if we look at the bigger picture for the Hawks, I mean, they are the third best scoring team in the NBA, but they also give up the third most points. And and literally their point differential per night is, I think it's about .3 or something like that. It's yeah. it's 122 a, a night that they score, 122, you know, a game that they that they give up. You know, I know Jalen Johnson is out. That's been a big blow defensively for them. But yeah. why? I mean, why does this team can you know continue to be so bad defensively when you can't use the coaching excuse anymore? They had spring and summer and training camp and everything else to acclimate with Quinn Snyder. No, and the problem is that the defense has probably been a little worse over the last couple of weeks, and then when the offense slumps a little you don't have that foundation to fall back on, right? Like you right. need the offense to be elite just to get the wins. Um, I think it somewhat comes down to personnel. And I think that this is something that they've got to look at going forward. Um, obviously judging being out as part of it, but yeah, yeah. Quinn Snyder had a really great defense in Utah. He also had Rudy Gobert at his peak, you know, well, he's playing pretty well this year, but like Rudy Gobert at his peak in the paint there's something to be said for you either got to have really good perimeter defenders or you've got to have some protection back there or some combination of it. And I'm not sure, especially considering you know, like, Trey's been better on defense, but he's never going to be elite. Like you need somebody back there and they just, that rim protection is not there. And maybe not having John Collins with the pluses and minuses of that is, is, you know, he was athletic. He got in the way of things. Um, I still think that they're they're needing to find that kind of rim protection because that's the type of defense you know, Quinn Snyder built in in Utah. It, it you know it worked really well because 
they had this elite defender on the back end. Well, Kurt, I, I know specifically I talk with you about this, and I've talked about this with, with every Hawks local reporter, the fact that they they were going to run this thing back. Like, they were not going to make – I mean, again – I, yeah. And I, I, I will say they traded John Collins to get under the luxury tax oh, and yeah. all that. I mean, that's that's why they did that move. But they had opportunities, whether it was move Capella or this or that, and they decided to run this thing back. How much? And I agree with you that this personnel is not built to be a good defensive unit. How much does that go on the front office or whether it's Landry Fields or Tony Wrestler or whoever, but they decided to run back this group of guys. And the results have stunk. I mean, I'll say it. I mean, they're a quarter of the way through the season, and they're one of the more disappointing teams in the Eastern Conference, if not in the NBA right now. Yeah, I thought that they would be a top six team in, in you know, and certainly top eight, and it's, it's not been that way so far. Um, it... I think, look, I, I think that you need to make this work you know, at, at the NBA level. Frankly, talking about the Falcons, we could be talking about the Braves, whatever. You have to have a manager and front office that are on the same page, right? It, it, this is the type of system we're going to run. This is what we're going to do. Let's get players that fit this system. And I just don't feel that at all with Utah. I mean, with uh, Atlanta right now. Uh, there's just kind of a disconnect between what they would kind of like to do and what it would look like and, and what's actually coming out, what it looks like on the field. And by the way, I don't, on the court, I should say, and I don't really blame them for getting rid of John Collins. Like, I like John Collins. He's not worth going into the tax for, right? right? Like, you're, and you're not in a position to be paying the tax. Like, I don't think that that was a bad trade, but they've got to find a way to strengthen the back line and, and then from there, you can make, try to make the Murray and Young thing work. But if you're not getting some stops, it's, it's rough. Kurt Heelan joining me here on the WaitFor.com hotline, lead NBA writer for NBCSports.com. So Pascal Siakam's name is back in the news, and there's links again to the rumors of you know a, a trade or a possible trade, and the Hawks are involved in, in all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, again, I know he's a really good player, but, you know, again, you're going to look at going in the luxury tax and everything else if you make that kind of move. I mean, is Siakam enough that the way that this team is right now and they're kind of stuck in the mud, do you try to make a deal for a Siakam and, and infuse some energy, infuse some offensive and defensive presence? I mean, is that a move that makes sense here at this point of the season? It could because he is the kind of long athletic wing um, this team has lacked for a while. And, and you know, Johnson's been sort of filling that role when healthy. But, like, the problem here is it just it becomes financial, and, and that's the challenge here. Pascal Siakam, I think a lot of Americans, because he's playing in Canada and they don't show the Canadian games here much because they don't count towards the uh, – all those televisions that are on in Canada don't count towards the American broadcast numbers. Um, he's really good. I mean, he's a top – I believe he was All-NBA last year, one of the last two seasons. He's a top – he's one of those guys who probably lives in the 
12 to 17, 18 best players in the league range. Like, he is very good on both ends. He is long. He's athletic. They don't seem to be taking great advantage of him, and he seems frustrated, as does Ananobi um, in Toronto. I think Quinn Snyder could put him to great use, but you are going to have to make a huge financial commitment if you trade for him, and he's a free agent next year. And you better have a very clear idea of what you want to bring. He, he Like I said, he is a two-way player, but you're now committing yourself to a lot of money in whatever direction you're going to choose. And it's, it's, it's got to be part of a package of moves that, that take this team where they want to go. Kurt, let's bounce around the league uh, a little bit. Um, it's hard to believe that in a 22-game season – the Spurs have found a way to lose 17 in a row. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that aside, how would you analyze what Wemby has done so far in this first quarter of the season? I think he's been good. I mean, he's still – I mean, he had 20 and 21 and 20 the other night. He's averaging, I want to say, 19 and 12 off the top of my head, mm-hmm. something like that. Blocking shots, he's really – There's. it's such a contrast with how they're using Chet Holmgren in, in – in Oklahoma city where they're like, Hey, Chet, here's the role you have to fill. We're giving you a box. We've already got Shea Gilvis Alexander. We already got Jalen Williams. We've already got a structure. We just need a pick and pop guy who can set picks and pop out roll occasionally defend on the, you know, block some shots and be a defensive presence in the paint. And he Chet's like, Oh, okay. I, you know, spent a year in the NBA. I know what I'm looking for. I'm going, you know, to do exactly that. And Wendy's like, Hey man, this time down, we're going to post you up. And then the next time I want you to bring the ball up and then we're going to have you face up. But he's just, they're telling him to go figure out what he does and can't do and explore the studio space a little bit. And he's done well with that, but it's not a, it's not a good team on a good day. There's not a lot of talent there and letting him explore like that, especially with the Jeremy Sohan experiment at the point is then hard to watch. Man, It's, it's just not a good team. Now, he's going to be great, but I think, even in the last few weeks, you've started to see them get a little more serious about balancing this out. He's not playing next to Zach Collins um, anymore, right? Like they're they're like, hey, maybe the two bigs thing isn't working. Maybe he's not a four. Maybe we play Wemby at the five and separate them a little. And they're starting to do some stuff like that that they've looked a little better. But they were already going to lose a lot of games. This is he's but and I'm kind of rambling now. But he's been good. Like he has been everything they could ask. It's just, I'm not sure what they've asked of him other than, hey, figure out who you are in this league. So the buzzword we've heard for the last several days is tweak, and that's in relation to (laughs) the in-season tournament. That's become the new buzzword. You know, I I thought as the tournament went along, some of the games got better, but what do you think the perception of the play-in game was with fans and with the league itself? I mean, again, we just said tweak, and, and I don't know how you necessarily tweak it, but what do you think the perception was of the in-season tournament? Generally pretty good, and I'm, I'm curious to – I mean, I'd be curious to know what you think. Like, let's say that – I will say this. Among – look, I'm a, I'm a basketball junkie I, before I got this job. Inside the NBA, inside the people who watch a lot, you know, the NBA hardcore fans, it was a hit. Right, but that's not the people you need to win over, right? Like you're trying to get some eyeballs away from, you know, Army Navy on a Saturday or whatever, right? Like you're trying to you're trying to bring in a little attention during the middle of of the NFL season and the peak of college football, and I 
think it did a little of that. The numbers were better. The number for the, the numbers for that game on Saturday, the, the championship game between the Pacers and Lakers, were first round playoff level. It, it, I think they did well with it. But you know, a there'll be tweaks, and b I think the I think the question is like, hey, it looks really good. The numbers and the eyes you were able to draw when you had LeBron James and the insane brand power of the Lakers right. driving that, right? What happens if that was Indiana and Minnesota, you know? Like right. it, it's, um, and, and uh, you know, Minnesota's been playing great, but I'm not sure that it, LeBron James was a huge assist in making it work this year, but I'm not, that, you know, they've got work to do to make sure it works in future years. Last question for you, Kurt. Um, there was a great article in NOLA.com here recently, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on in the segment that I do called What's Bugging Chuckery because they really kind of put some things out there about Zion Williamson and just yeah. his conditioning and some of these different things. And I know we had the big bounce-back game last night, but, you know, I, I, I know a lot of fans here in Atlanta have said, well, let, let's get Zion and all that. But – I, I've seen guys eat themselves out of the league. I mean, and, and yeah. look, I, I, I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. I saw Keith Lee and Sam Turpin, uh, or sorry, Mel Turpin, uh, eat themselves out of the NBA. I've seen guys do that up close. I just really have some concern. Is he a dynamic player? Absolutely. But he's already missed four games, you know, this year. Um, those are going to be concerns about moving forward through his career that I just don't know that – the risk is worth the reward at the end of the day for it all. I would be really cautious bringing him in right now. Um, and sort of for the reason you're talking about it's look, he's, he's talking to scouts, talking to people around the league. And I think just for us as casual fans, the eye test, he's not as explosive, right? And maybe right. that's, it's, I, and maybe at some point that becomes about more than just the weight and the diet. Like he is just not, the second jump and some of the stuff isn't as fast as it was. He's still, you know, he's still putting up 36 last night, right? Like he can still blow by LeBron and make him look standing still in moments, but he's not able to do that consistently. And if we're this deep, Chuck, if we're Chuck, if we're this deep into the career and he hasn't shown the serious commitment to health and conditioning yet, what makes you think it's coming? Right. Right. Like, right. Whatever you, it was such a contrast with, who, with LeBron, who is not only still playing at 39 and puts all this energy into his body, but if you talk to him about it, dude had a stretching routine every morning and every night in high school, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, just like you and I did. Like, he was, he was very focused on his body from day one. He thought about this. He has wrung every, everything out of his body he can get. And it was such a contrast in that game with Zion and capable of getting those highs. But if he's not fully committed to his health and his conditioning and doing all that physically, it's not going to last. Well, I will say, Kurt, the only thing I'm good at uh, stretching is my mouth and my stomach. So um, outside of that, <laughs> I don't have much of a routine. Kurt Heelan's lead NBA writer and managing editor at NBCSports.com. He joined me here on the waitfor.com hotline. Check out all of his great work on Twitter at Basketball Talk. Kurt, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes on the show. We will certainly chat again here soon as we move along through the season. I look forward to it. You got it. John Chuckery, we'll be back. Sports Radio, 910 The Game, and the Odyssey.com app. 
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.